Hey, what's going on? Welcome back. It's the What the Hill podcast. I am your host, Drew Hill. Today is the uh, 20th of January, 2023. Thanks for joining. Um, I'm on here a little bit later than I thought I would get to it, uh, but I'm here, okay? So, back up, because nobody thought I would actually do it where I could do two sessions in a week, and I know I said the first one was going to be 15 to 20 minutes, and then about halfway through uh, to 30 minutes, I said, actually, we're going to probably push for it for an hour. Tonight, I don't know if you can tell, you know, I'm still kicking it, right? I'm still rocking and rolling, but uh, it is getting close to my bedtime. I'm getting old. I'm a year older, right? We talked about that on uh, on Monday, and uh, not only do I feel it in my knees and my back, but uh, my bedtime is Rolex to the left about 30 minutes. Um, but I hope everyone enjoyed their week. They had a fantastic Friday. We're rolling right into the weekend. Um, one thing I didn't talk about on Monday was I totally switched up the the intro song, right? I wanted to make it shorter for everybody because I know I gave some people the cheat code. If you click through it, I think twice, I think on most, uh, on Apple, I think it is, you can skip ahead 30 seconds. I don't know what it is on Spotify. Um, but yeah, make people listen to like the first 60 seconds which is just the the song so i shortened it up (coughs) excuse me and the reason i went with uh i ain't worried about it was because i thought that top gun maverick was kind of like the the movie of the summer and that song was kind of like the song of that movie making it the song of summer uh it's so facto that's how my brain works so i don't listen to the pop songs or uh, necessarily the radio. I listen to what I enjoy. And now people might argue that there were some pretty good movies that came out this summer. But Top Gun Maverick was the first one back in May that hit theaters and really just kind of rocked everybody coming off of COVID, right? Because movie theaters were just non-existent for about a year. And they delayed it and delayed and delayed the uh, the opening. And finally it was back. And I think that's kind of what ignited people going to all these other movies throughout the the rest of the summer. And everybody knows um, the beach scene, right? That's iconic. And uh, I didn't want to do Danger Zone. That, w- that would have been too cheesy. So I went with I Ain't Worried About It just because I like the whistle. And, uh, you know, I'll still probably get sued at some point. But uh, I don't have much of a following. So they'll probably maybe they'll, they'll let it go out of, out of pity. Yeah, that, that was the thought. I'll change it up and make it a quick little intro. That way I can get right into the podcast. So I, I, I missed that on Monday. My apologies. There it is. There's the explanation that I didn't owe you. Anyway, man, what a week. What a week. I had a doctor's appointment this morning. Um, hopefully I didn't worry anybody because uh, I'm not really disclosing what's going on just because I also don't know what's going on. I will say that, uh, like I talked about earlier in the week, I'm a little bit short of breath every now and then. I'm doing all right today. Some days are good, some are, uh, I don't know, it just kind of catches me out of nowhere. I don't want to say some days are bad. I never feel. People always got it worse than me, I'll put it that way. So I will always hesitate to say I have a bad day. That said, um, I'll be direct. I, I got limited time. I had a doctor's appointment today to follow up on the results of a stress test done last week. Why do we have to put a week we're two weeks in between these doctor visits. Who the fuck knows? But that drives me nuts. It's so, I know what the answer is. And any medical professionals out there 
know exactly what it is as well. It's so you, you have to come back for a separate appointment and they can bill you twice. It's fucked up. That's a terrible system. Uh, it's great for the docs. It's great for the their business and healthcare. Terrible for the patient. Now, luckily, uh, I have some pretty good health insurance in the fact that I don't pay, right? Well, I do pay for it in certain ways, but, um, you know, if they want to nickel and dime, and get TRICARE. So nickel and dime away. You can fight them. I don't necessarily have to, to handle it. So, yes, I've had multiple appointments now, all spaced out instead of just doing test back to back to back in the same day. That would make sense, right? And then have the doc review it while you sit there for like an hour. And then he goes, mm, yeah. The result today was exactly what I thought it would be. He came back and he said, everything looks good, um, which is also one of the most. It was very good news. Okay, I'll preface that. It was good news to hear that uh, for anyone doesn't know, stress test is, is for your heart. So. It was good news in the fact that uh, nothing was wrong, according to the test. The symptoms I'm feeling tell me otherwise, right? That's just a gut feeling. Maybe it's not the maybe it's not the heart. Maybe it's something else, right? Um, totally fair. And so, what I didn't like though was during this doctor's visit, he was very quick, right? And I was his first appointment in the morning because they opened at eight, so I was in there at eight fifteen. He didn't actually roll into the office till nine. I think he showed up late to work because I'm, I'm like, how are you already late to start the day? Right. At this point, like time is money, right? You, you should not be able to charge me if I, if I'm waiting that long. He told me, Hey, the, the stress case, stress test came back. Looks good. Uh, so no issues. And I'm looking at him like, well, no, there still is an issue because I have all these symptoms. He's like, well, it's not your heart. And, uh, okay, so if it's not that, then what do you think it could be, right? You're a doc, and you've seen other patients like this. I kid you not, his response to this was the most um, CYA tactic I've ever heard. He said, well, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm just a heart doc. And I was just, I thought he was kidding. He said, I don't know. I'm just a heart doc. That's like somebody asking me a pilot question saying, oh, I don't know. I just fly big airplanes. You'd have to talk to a fighter pilot about that. But that's like a very general. Now, if you ask me a very specific question about their sp specific plane, sure, right? Like, uh, I'm not asking him about a colonoscopy here. I'm just asking, hey, I have these symptoms. You thought it was my heart. You were wrong. Um, so what what do you think it could be? And he just completely was like, nope, not getting caught in this liability. Nope, you're not suing me. Oh, man, the world of healthcare, it's something else, man. Instead of just like trying to help you get better, they're more worried about just covering their butts. Um, and ironically, I've, I've made a reference to colonoscopy, and now he's covering his butt. So, yeah, frustrated to say the least. Um, and then he said, um, he said it's... <laughs> First, when he walked in, he says, not your heart. And then he said, well, I can tell by the stress test 90%. And I'm like, how about the other 10%? Well, we can do this other test and, that, and that'll cover the other 10%. I'm like, so it's still, there's 10% chance that you're wrong and it could be my heart. No, 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 I don't think so. The thing was, his PA that came in right before was like, you have a pretty bad family history of heart problems. So, you know, let's, let's kind of 
close up all the loose ends. And I'm like, cool. Yeah, I'm down for it. Right. Like let's, let's do all the tests and just, you know, dot our I's and cross our T's that I'm, I'm good. And it's something else. And then we'll start looking elsewhere. And, and then the doc completely like flip flopped what his PA said. So I don't know. It's a little bit of a rough appointment. Um, and the only reason I say that was one, he wasn't very helpful. And two, I don't like when doctors rely solely on imaging. It's like, I'm telling you that there's, there's shit wrong with my body, right? I know my body better than you do. I get that you did this test and everything looks good and I'm happy that everything looks good. Uh, but anybody who also saw me perform that test could see that like something was wrong. But doctors nowadays are more invested in taking care of themselves. He wasn't like, Hey man, I, I'm let's, I, I want to get to the bottom of this, right? Like let's, let's solve this riddle. Not helpful, not helpful at all. And I'm like, why am I even seeing you then? Right? Like if, if you're in the doctor business to not help people get better then why even a doctor at that point, right? Like, fuck you, just go do something else. Um, so it was very frustrating. Of course, I didn't say any of this to him. I should have. And then, um, he, he was, I will say he, he was not was, he is middle Eastern. I believe Shaheen is his last name. Uh, and you can tell by, by saying this, I'm about to say something else, but I promise this is PG. I'm not going to get in trouble for this. When we were getting up to leave, I swear to you and my wife was sitting right next to me and heard this he looked at her and he was trying to be funny right so i'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt but he said he kind of like shook his head and smiled and made the joke like he he just wants attention said that right in front of me and i was like what did he really just say that and we all played it off like it was a funny joke and then we both kind of looked at each other like he really did say like Again, benefit of the doubt, he was trying to be funny, but I don't think that's really a funny joke, nor the time or the place. Um, yeah, you should have seen how concerned he was three weeks ago before these tests. So anyway, uh, we're back to kind of square one where I'm still experiencing all these things, but he doesn't think he can really do anything for me because, hey, well, I'm just a heart doc and your heart looks good, so look somewhere else. Well, who should I talk to? Fuck, I don't know. I don't know any other doctors. I'm just a heart doc. So that's where that's where I'm at. That's how I ended my week. Um, but the good news was, right, like there, he didn't say, oh, you got a clogged artery, so we're going to have to do a triple bypass. Do they do those? I don't – I've heard the word bypass, so I threw that in there. But clearly I just wanted tension. Um, so I wasn't trying to scare anybody on Monday. I just didn't have any answers. I still don't. Um, and I've had people say, well, have you had COVID lately? No. Could it be from COVID? I don't know. I, I honestly, I'm, I'm baffled. I have no, I have very few leads at this point, but, um, you know, I wake up feeling good most days. It's just, uh, the performance and then, you know, being told he never even told me if I had any restrictions, I kind of left and I was like, so wait, while I wait for this other test, can I go back to working out now? I, he's going to tell me, would well, you feel the symptoms when you work out? I'd be like, yes, but you told me it's not my heart. So I guess I'm good. Right? Like, I'm just an average human. You're just a heart doc. And uh, he never told me anything. So it's almost like he said, we can do this other test if you want. I 
fucking hate when doctors say, what do you mean if I want? I don't even want to be here in your office, doc. I have no desire to be here talking to you on my Friday morning. I would love to be up in the air flying an aircraft, you know? But clearly, since I want attention, I decided to wake up my kids and have to bring them to this doctor's appointment because we couldn't find a babysitter and sit here and chit chat with you just so you can shit on me in front of my wife. And then also tell me, ah, you know, well, your heart's good. You, I was, why do they ask that if you want? Yes, dude, if you think it's necessary for me to get this test to close the loop that I don't have any heart issues or anything of the coronary sort, then let's do it. But we're paying you good money. So don't ask me in return. I'm not a heart doc. You are. You made that clear. Anyway, 12 minutes in. There's my spiel. Um, if you can't tell, I don't recommend this doctor. I don't. Uh, and he was great three weeks ago. He was totally night and day on this visit. Like three weeks ago, he's like, dude, we're going to run all these tests. We're going to make sure you're good to go. You're pilot. You're responsible for so many people's lives. So I can do all these other tests I can't do with other patients to make sure you're good to go. And then he does one very generic test and just goes, ah, yeah, you're great. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not. Um, anyway, dit for tit. Um, I got to see Grandma Patty today. Those of you out there, like, who is who is G-Mot Patty? Uh, Grandma Patty Mayonnaise is 93 years old. She's Grandpa Paul. Now people are like, who's Grandpa Paul? I'm not going to go down the family tree. Just know that Gra- Grandma Patty is, is old AF, okay? Um I think she'd be a TikTok star because she's that old and she moves that well. It's on it's impressive. And I didn't even know you know what I did know she was in town. I was told yesterday evening that she was in town. And then of course I was at work. It's about three thirty and I'm like, man, I'm about to get out of work, head home. I got a laundry list of things I gotta get knocked out, right? The podcast's at the top of the list so people when they're driving home can listen to this. And uh, and get a little bit of a laugh before they go sip on a little brewski. And I get the the text from from the wife, and I'm thinking, oh, she's gonna cook my favorite meal. It's Friday, of course, of course. She's gonna say, oh, hey, what do you, hey, babe, what do you want for dinner? And I'm gonna say you choose because you have great, you make great decisions. And instead, it was, hey, do you think? I'm imagining this is how she wrote it. Hey, do you think? There's any chance when you leave work that you might be able to come over and see Grandma Patty. She would love to see you. So she throws the guilt trip in at the end. She starts off very slow like, oh, fuck. I know this is going to kind of piss you off because it's Friday afternoon and you're getting off work. And you're going to have to drive like 20 minutes in the opposite direction of home. And I'm just kind of dropping on this on you right now. But uh, an old lady here would really love to see you. Now, I did the right thing. Okay, Okay, folks. I initially texted back and I said no. (laughs) <laughs> and then uh but you know i knew the whole time i was like grandma patty's in town she still got it i'm telling y'all she's still there at 93 she moves very well she dresses well um i don't know what that picture that image looks like for people of a 93 year old dressing like i don't know she just doesn't dress like she's 93 she's not wearing like plaid and, and jammies all day right she looks like she could like she could go to uh like a zumba class that's to me how she dresses um no cane no walk or nothing you know she might fall asleep at the dinner table every now and then but shit who doesn't she's uh you know she said she doesn't see very well and she doesn't hear very well but i she never said what when i was talking 
So I, I think she hears fine. I think she's full of it. I think she's blowing smoke just so, you know, people – she wants to catch people talking about her when they think that she can't hear. Um, so I got to go visit with her tonight. It's just so funny to me, right? It was just like the way that Sophia went about it. I'm like, just spit it out, right? You, you're expecting me to be over there when I leave work. Just tell me I'm here. I want you over here. You need to see Grandma Patty. Instead, it's like, here's the softball lofting towards me. You better hit a home run and make the right decision here. And uh, yeah, I was, it was a good visit. I'm happy. I, I went over there and they, they had food ready to go food at like 4 30 early dinner over there because i think uh i think grandma was tired she didn't take her nap and i was like dude I'm, I'm right there with you i didn't take my nap today either i'm also i'm also yawning and a little bit tired so let's eat a see an early dinner and, and hit the hay and now here i am at uh, almost 10 p.m doing a podcast so i caught the second wind i did um what else what else happened this week uh, I talked about my card submission. I just sent in another one. The uh, the card that I that I pulled that was probably a little over a thousand dollars raw, um, meaning it's just just the card not graded yet. Um, I sent that in uh, two days ago. I should have it back in about ten to fourteen days. So that's exciting. Um, so I guess I've gone from one one spectrum to the other. The first submission was one hundred and ten cards. The second submission was just one. But because of its just um, sheer value as a raw card. I have to pay more to get it graded. Um, it's like $75 just to grade this one card. But I guess the positive is one, it's, it's worth more and that's why they do that. Um, everybody knows it's worth more. And then they also get it back to me much faster. So the first, like I said, the first order I sent in, uh, I talked about this on Monday just a bit. I sent it in at the end of October and got it back like the first week of January, which is actually really fast. It's about two months. It was supposed to be closer to three, maybe four. And then on this one, um, I'm getting it back hopefully in about 10 days. They say business days. Well, but uh, I do business on the weekends. I don't know about other people. So I would hope that they do. And then uh, the water filter came in, so I, I needed to provide that update. I uh, Like I said, I went cheap. I didn't buy the one that was $57. I got the one that was 33 so I saved $24. And in that process, it did fit. I will start with that. The water filter fit. I don't even know if it's filtering water correctly. Um, apparently, and this is so. This is how you know you're bougie, right? You're just so freaking bougie. I pulled the old water filter out. Now, What's a little frustrating is there's no sensor on the filter, right? It's just there's a timer embedded into your refrigerator. At least that's how ours works. So every six months, the light's going to turn a different color anyway. Whether The filter might be good for another six months, eight months, a year. They say they're good for six months, right? But the fridge doesn't know. There's no way for it to say, oh, your filter, your filter sucks. You're drinking dirty water um, unless you do the eye test. And so the light... Turns amber, and I'm like, dude, this filter could still be good. I pulled it out, though, right? I talked about how I ordered the new one, and it was expensive as, as all get out. And the old one sat there on the counter for, like, three days. And I just I set it there in case the old one, or sorry, the new one that's coming in didn't fit, and then I could just put that one back in. So at least it's filtering something. And Sophia was like, um, she said that she could taste a major difference between the filtered water and when I pulled it out and it was just, I guess, 
tap water running through the fridge. She's like, oh, I can taste the difference. And I was like, you f- that's how I knew right off the right from the get go that you grew up fucking spoiled, spoiled. I used to drink water from a hose and I loved it. I thought it was the best water in the world. I thought the water from the hose was better than the water inside. And it was probably because it was more refreshing in that moment. But to sit there and say, oh my God, I can taste a difference between, and she wasn't this dramatic. I'm amping it up a bit. I can taste such a difference between the filtered water and then like the water from the fridge when the filter is not in there. Oh my God. It's like, it's been three days. Relax. You'll get your precious water. What's it's water. I was like, you don't live in Jackson, Mississippi. You're not, you don't live in Flint, Michigan. Who are you to bitch about water? Three days, three days. You can't drink a little tap water. Like you're going to get sick. Oh, we're just getting, we're getting weaker and weaker as a species. You know, when I went to Sear, which is survival school, we learned how to put our can of our, our canteen. I was going to say canopy. We didn't put our tent in the water. Uh, we put our canteen in the water. You filled it up with stream water, okay? So you're at the liberty of whatever fucking pond or lake or a little ravine you're camping next to, all right, you babies? So if there's a bunch of green shit and algae in there and bacteria and you're watching it float into your canteen, you're SOL. Then you take a little iodine tablet, you drop that in, you let it sit for about 30 minutes, you shake it up, and then your water's good to drink. Yeah, that's how that fucking worked. That was like, for me, five years ago, they're still doing that this week up there at Sears School. They're teaching people to drink pond water. You clean it. One little tablet, an iodine tablet that's probably been sitting on the shelf for three years. You put that in and you just trust that it does the job. And if, you, if it doesn't and it shits the bed, well, guess what? You're going to be shitting there too. Because, man, that bacteria you're drinking, hoo-wee. That's like Taco Bell. Just, man, this pampered generation. It's like you just, you grew, you grew up such, such a pansy thing. My water's not filtered. How will you ever survive? Oh, how will our kids make it? How will they ever make it out of high school without their filtered water? They probably won't even get a GED. They can't focus. They can't concentrate. My water balances off. It's too basic. It's not acidic enough. What are the pH levels? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, let's see. And then, of course, uh, Fantasy League's finished up this, what, two weeks ago? Was it two weeks ago now? I've been meaning to talk about this, but uh, I, I I feel I got host. okay? I'm at 23 minutes. Nobody judged me, okay? The intro was a whole five seconds, so I bought myself some extra time. Um. Yeah, I finished second place in my fantasy league again. I think in the last five years, I have not placed outside the top three more than once. So four of the last five years, I've at least gotten my money back. I'm a guru. I really am. And I'm, I'm, I'm a betting man that the year I finished outside the top three, I lost about half my team to injuries. I, I can say that confidently with zero knowledge uh, or remembrance of what actually took place. I have no idea. This year, I should have won. I lost Jonathan Taylor um, and about two or three other players. I, they weren't as impact 
as uh, Jonathan Taylor. Let me go through my lineup real quick. But I, I will say I lost by about nine points. I think it was nine. And if you remember, the Bengals were supposed to play the Bills on that Monday night football game when DeMar Hamlin got hurt. And because of that, that game didn't play. Well, the, the guy I was going against, his entire team had already played, right? So he had the full amount of points he was going to get. And the only player that I didn't have play was my kicker, who was for the uh, for the Bengals, McPherson. I thought that was going to be a high-scoring game. He probably could have given me 9 or 12 points. But uh, at the end of the day, because that game got called, I didn't get any points for my kicker because obviously they only played like five minutes before the injury happened. And then I ended up losing by like nine points um, after the full two weeks. Now, my fantasy team also pretty much shit the bed that, that second week. I think we were also uh, – we were mourning DeMar Hamlin and his injury. And uh, we just didn't wake up in week two. Let's do what it – here was my team. Oh, geez, I had such a stacked team. Justin Herbert, and I actually benched him for Jared Goff because Goff was playing better the last two weeks. Austin Eckler, this is where I had Jonathan Taylor, Tyreek Hill, Amari Cooper, TJ Hawkinson, Nick Chubb in the flex, um, or he was a running back two if I ever had an injury to my running backs. And then I had Chris Olave, George Pickens, Hollywood Brown, and J.K. Dobbins coming off my bench. Those are bench players. Olave was a, a starter for most of the year until I made a trade for Cooper. Hollywood Brown was like a top five receiver the first five weeks before he got hurt. Uh, needless to say, there's no way I should have lost. I also had the Eagles defense um, and I had the Ravens defense. So how I lost in the championship, I also don't know. I think it, I think the NFL's rigged and I think fantasy's rigged. I think they, they did it intentionally. Um, so that I would lose. I think they're a bunch of haters. What can I say? But uh, also, th- how much money was... By by the Bills and Bengals not playing, and me losing out on those kickers, the kicker points, I, by not winning first, lost how much? $150. I also won $150. So there's that. But had I won first place it would have been $300. And so a lot of money went to DeMar Hamlin's charity, and I'm not going to ask for handouts, but $150 would be great. So everybody who, who felt so generous to donate to DeMar Hamlin and his uh, his charity, he's doing fine now. He's taken care of. This is like such bad timing for this joke. He is doing well. He's recovering, okay? So that's why I'm saying this. If he died, I couldn't make this joke, but he is recovering. Over $5 million was donated to his charity and nobody knew who the hell DeMar Hamlin was before this incident took place. I am the victim of a fantasy football playoff, uh, a major L here and I'm out $150. I don't make the money DeMar Hamlin does. And so if people can donate 5 million to him, they can donate 150 to me. I will be accepting donations. I can link my Venmo cash app, uh, Zell, Zelly. How do we say it? Who knows? Uh, what else is there? I'll take check too. I also take check PayPal. Um, so if you want to donate money for my fantasy football L because uh, they wanted to call the game because they were too in their feelings, 
kidding, by the way. I have to say that. I have to say that in today's culture. I am kidding. Bless up. Prayers for number three. How crazy is it? Three years and three months since the last Bills kick return, and then that's the first play that happens. That's how you know the NFL's rigged. What are what were the chances of that taking place? And then, of course, they link all the threes together. I was just like, it's too much. It's just too much. What if he, what if he would have gotten right to the end zone and fumbled the ball? I think the NFL, I, I think sometimes they scheme that stuff. They're like, hey, let him score. It's good for the NFL, and we'll, we'll pay you guys. We'll pay the owner out a bunch of money, and you can do whatever you want with it in the offseason. And, you know, you'll start down 7 nothing with 14 minutes and 50 seconds left on the clock. You can come back from that, right? I also do think that happens every now and then. Um, and let's wrap this up. We'll wrap this up here. Um, my predictions for this weekend. I don't really have a random thought of the day. I was supposed to do one. I don't. Uh, yeah, there's nothing, nothing I really thought of. Other than. No, I got one. I got one that just came to mind. Can somebody tell me how Raisin Bran still exists as a cereal? Who eats Raisin Bran? And if you eat Raisin Bran, why do you, why do you eat it? There are thousands of better cereals. It's the driest. First off, who the fuck eats raisins? Let's start there. Who eats raisins and says, oh, I do this by choice? Who would do that? Who would eat a raisin by t- I like raisins, but I only do it when they're in trail mix, and it's because I, I – I don't want to look like a three-year-old separating the raisins from the peanuts and the M&Ms. Like, you just take a handful and you're like, wow, I, way more raisins than I was hoping for. I don't like this ratio here. I wish there's more peanuts and M&Ms. And I like the little sunflower kernels. Anyone who knows me, I, I'm a sunflower guy, you know, because I'm bright and yellow. Um, raisins in your cereal with milk? There's so many better combinations. And then let's talk about the brand. What is Bran? B-R-A-N. And you guys know what I'm talking about. If they made the brand a little bit more like Frosted Flakes or um, Honey Clusters of Oats, is that what they call it? I'm trying to think. I feel like I have those words so mixed up. But you guys know what I'm talking about. Like those, that that type of brand, I have to I put an emphasis on it, that type of brand was... Uh, has a little bit more like flavor and it's not so like it's almost like the brand in raisin brand is like wheat you know what i mean like it's still somehow not healthy for you though there's no way there's no way raisin brand's healthy no cereal is that healthy it's all jacked up in carbs and sugar um dude why not just eat some yogurt or a bagel or i would rather if someone said you have to not eat breakfast the rest of your life or you can have raisin bran. I would say no breakfast. Pass. I could I could choke down some raisin bran. But why would I do that? Why? I mean, there's no incentive there. Who? I mean, think about this, people. Think about this. You're walking down aisle 13. You're in H-E-B. You're in Hy-Vee. Maybe Dillon's. If you're here in Kansas. All these options to your left and right. Captain Crunch. Cocoa Puffs. Cement Toast Crunch. 
Frosted Flakes. Honey Nut Cheerios. Fruity Pebbles. Fuck that one, too. <laughs> so many different options, right? And like then, the, then you have the knockoffs and all the different spins. And Apple Jacks. Fuck, I would take Apple Jacks over that. Uh, Golden Grams is another one. I think high, highly underrated cereal. So many cereals I would... I would choose before Raisin Bran. I just want like, I think people who eat Raisin Bran, I, I could honestly see them being serial killers. Because uh, why? Why would you do that to yourself? Like you just have to, you have to be off. Something about you is off. Like you, you tick differently if you walk down the cereal aisle and go, dude, I'm gonna fuck with some Raisin Bran today. Grab the family size. <laughs> Somebody tell me I'm wrong. Tell me how I'm wrong about that. But you know I'm right. You know I'm right. Why would you grab the Raisin Bran box? It's $4, just like every other overpriced cereal right now because of inflation. At least grab the one. If you're paying that much money for cereal, grab the one that tastes delicious. It's all going to jack you up with sugar anyway, right? Enjoy your breakfast. That said, we're way, way past 15 or 20. I'm looking at 33 minutes. I'm crushing it today. I'm crushing it. You know, we hit we hit this in stride. Um Playoff predictions. That's what I got to do. Okay. Let's see. Where to start? Um, I don't even remember what all the games are. There's some good ones on this weekend. So I got to type this in. NFL playoff picture, bracket, schedule. Let's do picture. What does that give me? I know that there's going to be a good one between the, the Chiefs, right? Going up against the... Why why do they got to do this? I just want to see the schedule. God damn, man. Cuz I don't want to get these wrong. Chiefs and Jags, I got the I got the Chiefs there. I mean, how could you not? Okay, now I'm looking for the schedule. All right, here here's what we got this weekend. Jags Chiefs, Bengals Bills, Giants Eagles, Cowboys 49ers. Here are my picks. We already know one. Chiefs are going to win. They're at home. They're at Arrowhead. Uh, Trevor Lawrence said something that, I, hey, he was giving his fan base credit. He said that uh, I don't think it's, it could be much louder than how loud it was at Jacksonville Stadium. I, I have no idea what Jacksonville Stadium is called. Um, I think that's going to piss off the fans at Arrowhead. I think it's going to be even louder now. So good luck to you, Mr. Lawrence. Um. I think it's a close game. The Chiefs always seem to play to the level of their competition. I think there's teams that they should win by like 14 or 21 points. And uh, they're favored by, I want to say, a touchdown-ish. I think it'll be closer than the experts think. I think it's going to be a three-point game most of the way. And then at the end, Mahomes and the Chiefs are too much, especially being at home. And they got a... I'll say this. I think the Chiefs' defense is underrated. Just throwing that out there. Um, Let's go to wow, the next one tomorrow. Giants and Eagles. Um, I'm going to throw a curveball in there on this one. I got the Giants. Eagles have been hyped up all year. They were playing great. Jalen Hurts is coming off some injuries. Shoulder problems. Okay. People underestimate the shoulder problems because, oh, he can use his legs. I'm telling you right now, if Jalen Hurts gets injured at all in this game, um, it doesn't look good for the Eagles. It doesn't. I know they're at home, 
But, uh, man, I liked what I saw of the Giants last week. Daniel Jones and that offense looked good. They were putting up points. He was using his legs. He was looking like a young Jalen Hurts out there. And uh, I'm picking the Giants to win. Now, I will also say if the Eagles win, I wouldn't be surprised. I know that they're the favorite, but I think the Giants at least are within three points. Um, All the games, because I think the NFL is slightly rigged, will be close games. Somehow, some way. They always they ha- they've been the entire playoffs. You can't look at the way the entire playoffs has, has rolled out and like some of the games even at the end of the season. Right? They've all been close and you're like, well that's gonna be a blowout. Nope, somehow it's not. Um even the Jaguars, right? They're down by like twenty seven at halftime and they come back. Are you kidding? The Chargers couldn't score more than three points in the second half after putting twenty seven up on the Jags in the def- in the first. What they just magically brought some guys up on the practice squad. You don't make halftime adjust, adjustments that are that that impactful. Anyway, moving on. Bills, Bengals. Um, here's another one where I'm like, I'm torn because I, I think the Bengals will win. Now, the only thing I am concerned about is Joe Burrow is going to be behind an offensive line that's missing three of its uh, starters. That's That's really big. I don't think the run game gets going for that reason. I think he's got to throw the ball a lot. Um, the Bills have a pretty good defense. They put pressure on the quarterback. They're also at home. And so for that reason, I think the Bills win in dramatic fashion. I want the Bengals. I want to pick the Bengals. I really do. Um, but I think the offensive line is too much for Joey Joey Cool to overcome. He's still going to walk off the field Win or lose, like a champ, probably smoking a cigar. And, uh, you know, win or lose, he's number one in our hearts. And then we get to the cowgirls. Cowboys and the Niners. Cowboys fans are already bitching because they have, uh, what, two days less rest? Less rest. Try to say that five times fast. Than the 49ers. The 49ers played last um, Saturday. The Cowboys played on Monday night. So, um, of course, Cowboys fans are like, oh, man, they saved our game for prime time with Tom Brady. So now we don't have as much time. It's the playoffs. If you need 24 more hours to recover, I'm sorry. You a bitch. Okay? You have some of the most fantastic athletic trainers and staff in the entire United States on, you know, on, on their team right there before and after practice, any of these, Oh, you got a tight hammy. We'll rub you down for the next 45 minutes. You know, no Deshaun Watson over here, but we'll take care of you. And, uh, I just like these guys, their bodies are already bruised and battered at this point, right? You've played 17 weeks. 18 was the first round of the playoffs. Now we're going into week 19 and you're, you're fussing over a day or two. More preparation. You knew you were probably going to face the 49ers. Let's be honest. At least I had a handful of the Cowboys staff was tasked two weeks ago if they won on Monday night to be ready for the 49ers. I just So quit your whining, Cowboys fans. That said, I think they take down the 49ers. It pains me. It absolutely burns deep down. To make that pick. Oh man, the indigestion I feel right now. Yeah, it stinks. Um Brock Purdy's been hot. You know? 
he's an Iowa State guy. Uh, I love the stat that they threw up that in, in his four-year career, he never beat the Hawkeyes. That's true. Um, and I don't think he'll get it done in, against the Cowboys. The Cowboys looked good last week. They really did. When they got it going, they look really good. I just, for whatever reason, everybody thinks that the 49ers are just going to be a landslide. And uh, if if Dak plays like he did last week, the, the Cowboys are going to be right there. And uh, say what you will, right? Purdy's played really, really well to this point. He hasn't lost a game. He's like 5 or 6-0. and oh. But uh, at some point, you know, you're a rookie. A good defense is going to expose you, especially a defense that can put pressure on you. Now, they have a pretty good O-line, but if Micah Parsons in that, that offensive front, I think they're going to be aggressive early. And uh, if they can get to, to Purdy and they can't establish the run game with McCaffrey, we'll see. I don't know. I think it it's another one where the experts are all they're all bandwagon. Oh, the 49ers. 49ers are a Super Bowl team, even with Purdy at quarterback. And I, I just think for once, for once, right? Now's the time where people aren't picking the Cowboys. All season, they're jumping on the Cowboys bandwagon. Oh, this is a Super Bowl team. They said that to start the year, and now, they're, now they've been shying away from it, right? They had their struggles late in the season. They haven't looked good. They came out last week. They looked regrouped, and they played their butts off, and they, they won easily, right? They handled the Buccaneers. That's like the only game that, uh, of course, of course the NFL wouldn't touch and rig Tom Brady's game. Um because they already had the ratings, right? So they didn't need to do it. They they want the drama of being him going into the offseason. Oh, what's he going to do? They wanted that, right? They didn't want him going any farther in the Super Bowl because if he, if he wins the Super Bowl, then he's going to walk away. Then he's done, right? So they have to make sure that he loses so they can try to bring him back, and they got all offseason to talk about him. You think I'm wrong about that? Watch. I, I, I'd put 100 bucks on that exact scenario being true. It's got to be, right? And uh, for that reason, nobody's picking the Cowboys, so they're going to come out of nowhere because the NFL loves the Cowboys. And if you look at the teams that they got left right now, they want Patrick Mahomes. They want the Eagles, right? I think they really do want the Eagles over the Giants. I'm going to go Giants because either way, New York, Philly, it's good for football. It's good for ratings. I think the Bills... Get it done. So I could see because the Bills are in New York, I could see the Eagles winning, right? Because you can't have two teams from that area. Ooh, no, no. And then for ratings, um, you know, they probably do want somebody out on the East Coast, or sorry, the West Coast in uh, the 49ers. But, I mean, how do you how do you go against the Cowboys right there? So those are my picks. Chiefs, Giants. Bills, Cowboys, I'll probably go 0 for 4. That's fine. Um, I'll still win fantasy next year. But anyway, that's the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'll be back on here probably Sunday evening for a podcast to come out Monday morning. I wish you guys a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you next week. See ya.